You're listening to another. Uh, oh, yep. You're listening to another batter. Uh, the I inhaled beforehand and was waiting too long. <laughs> You're listening to another Battle Science podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about the Silphorina, Go Battle League, uh, and other things as they relate to Pokemon Go PvP. I am one of your hosts, Steven, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined, as always, by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. Are you sure about that? Uh, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> what, what's what's that meme? It's, um, uh, it was, it was me, Austin. It was me <laughs> all along, Austin. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? I bet we can make a funny, like, Pokemon thing to that. If Jesse unzips his skin and then uh, out pops and it's uh, Vince McMahon or something, then boy, will the plot have twisted. What's that? What's the the uh, Detective Pikachu? It was very twisty. That was yes. very, very twisty. Uh, it is early September, September 8th as of recording, 2020. Uh, COVID is still happening. Um racial injustices are still happening and now the country's on fire well how about that i mean well by a, a section of the country's on fire while also coast is on fire <laughs> uh while also sections of the country have snow uh yeah uh um not is it colorado i think parts of colorado uh have have snow um, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. To be well, but yesterday they had record heat. They had record high temperatures one day and sub 30 degree Fahrenheit uh, temperatures the next uh, that caused snow. So <laughs> what a cold front. Things are weird. We want to know what's not super weird. I mean, would it be 2020 if it wasn't? Uh, that's true. I mean, this is... Uh, I honestly like. Hopefully, we get all the weird stuff out now. Fire, snow, huh? Uh, uh, that's called napalm. No, that's that. That's called war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the the clouds you'd scald. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a, more on track. Yeah, a in a, good stuff going down the pipeline. Yeah, I was gonna make a really bad transition of you know what's not weird a Pokemon Go. <laughs> that's bad it's really that bad that was bad you yeah. should feel bad I do I always feel bad oof <laughs> it's, it's sad Hulk is sad uh <laughs> good lord <laughs> uh welcome to heck boys just smile and wave yeah <laughs> uh so we got some topics uh as of now I think the previous episode we were still technically within um season two of uh self arena um and then we are still in season two of go bat no season three of season go battle three. league i don't all right a little pet peeve i'm just gonna like voice out there i don't understand when like tv shows or sports seasons and stuff don't they, they are shorter than a year so you get more seasons in a year more than one season within a calendar year like if you have a season make it an entire year for the most part, but that's not a like, season, well, don't <laughs> don't make Usually your you don't make your seasons year. numerical in value if you are going to put <laughs> them in 
more than one in a calendar year. You can label them per the outside season, like fall, winter, spring, all that stuff. Um, or you can label them. Uh, um, I ran out of box space. Uh, I need I to be catching more meltdown. <laughs> um, it's it's just bizarre, and it makes me confused. Please don't do that. Please don't so name it three. We're on season three. We're on season like three of Go week. Battle League. We're on season two of Silf. Or actually, in between season two and three of Silf Arena, we're in the last week. You're you're right. Um, where all metas but Ultra Premier League are available. <laughs> in an inst- another instance of something that is very twisty. Yeah, I think Niantic forgot to flip that switch. Um, I think they actually. Sp- they were they weren't they like specific. They weren't gonna bring it back. Yeah, they were okay. um like generically spec specifying that it wasn't available. Okay. Um or they, they listed it out and Ultra Premier League was not on the list, and so it was very bizarre. Um I'm gonna run out of box space here while catching Meltan during commun- the the hours. Maybe we need to adjust when we record. Although for the most part I don't know. <laughs> For the most part, it doesn't matter. But in this case of double candy, yes, I'm catching Meltan. Uh, so moving on to the first topic in the news roundup. News topics. Uh, who would have guessed a Mega Evolution update? <laughs> uh, it's not like everyone was asking for it. And a bit of sarcasm and, um, you know, stuff. Uh, September 3rd, so a few days ago, would have been this past weekend, um, or no, last week, uh, midway through last week, uh, Niantic puts out, uh, via PokemonGoLive.com, a community note updates to Mega Evolution. Trainers, after listening to your feedback, we've made the following changes to Mega Evolution. Uh, the Mega... The Mega Energy requirement to Mega Evolve a Pokemon that has already Mega Evolved before has decreased. The amount of Mega Energy that trainers receive from winning Mega Raids has increased. Um, Jesse, do you happen to know the numbers of those? As you were starting to read that, I was like, how much you and I bet he's going to ask me if I know those numbers? Do you know those numbers? I, I don't know those okay. numbers. Okay, do you want to look up those numbers? I'll finish reading off this uh, these couple paragraphs. Okay. Um, or see if you can find that info. Uh, here are a few adjustments that we're working on implementing. Uh, walking with your buddy to earn mega energy. More ways to earn mega energy through research tasks and other gameplay. Earning bonus, uh, and earning bonus candy when catching Pokemon that share a type with your mega evolved Pokemon. Uh, thank you for your feedback as we continue to update this feature. Stay tuned. We'll share more information on the ongoing development process. Please be aware of your surroundings and the following guidelines, yada, yada, the same, uh, bottom chunk paragraph that they've put in um uh put in articles for the last like six months now so um so the key points here mega energy requirement to mega evolve a pokemon that has already mega evolved before has decreased before it was what 200 no 200 the first time there it is new starters are now 40 to evolve the second time Uh so it's still 100 200 Mm-hmm. The first time, but now starters are forty. Beedrill is twenty. Right, but then the amount of energy, mega energy, you get when you complete a raid used to be also went up. It, it used to be forty-five to fifty at max. Uh huh. 
and now it's like 75, I think. Okay. So it's better. Yeah, plus you can get, per one raid, you could essentially get two Mega Evolutions after you've already Mega Evolved it once. Right. And that's... Because if you recall, we were doing a stream, and I... Maybe it was the last episode of the podcast, too, where I said you almost have to do two to three raids just to be able to Mega Evolve once, Mm -hmm. even after you've already done it. Yeah. Um, So the interesting thing um, about... This doesn't adjust anything as far as how they evolve or anything. So the weird, you already have to, you have to have a Pokemon sub each PVP league to mega evolve under each because it is technically an evolution. It's CP goes up because it's stats adjust mm-hmm. per all of that stuff that we talked about last episode still applies. It's just, they are now giving more mega energy so people can be They're giving out more resources so that you have, it's not, it's more easily accessible. Yes. Um, which was a not very much, but right. Which was, improvement. it was a very big complaint, especially with a lot of people still having to stay home and purchasing remote, uh, remote passes, which cost money. There is no free remote pass. Um, to do the megas. And currently, Megas are only usable within raids, invite-only PvP, and uh, rocket Rockets. battles. And gems, if you count that. Are they? Can they be gym attackers? Mm-hmm. Right, but they can't defend but gems. not defenders. Right. So, weird for sure. Uh, definitely. My only thing is I hope that they keep... Everything they're putting out as Mega Raids right now, mm-hmm. I hope they keep accessible to some degree. They also go on another article. I'm not sure if it was that one or somewhere else, but they have stated there will be alternative ways to obtain them also in the future. Uh-huh. Yeah, the 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 nice thing is that they are their own tier of raid, so they're not they're like I don't know if they would technically be classified above five stars. Um but with the amount of mega Pokemon that are around, um, I could imagine that, you know, potentially with the swaps of swaps of Pokemon within five star raids, you could see swaps from Megas once everything is out. So um we'll have to sort of but wait. But even and see. keeping them even at like maybe say a ten percent spawn rate mm-hmm. just so that they're still available. That way now with remote rating if someone does happen to find one and someone is looking, and that's another thing with like we talk about when new content like this comes out, we have a lot of collectors in our community that'll go crazy and just drop money when the new stuff comes out. And then two to three weeks later, after that content's been out, they don't care for it. Uh-huh. So over time, these things do get harder to find people to do. Like I know, I think it was you that mentioned or someone else we know that no one's around to help them do an Alolan Raichu or Marowak raid because no one wants to do them. Right. But with remote rating, you can find groups of people. I know there's multiple discords out there. There's ours where we put together, you know, hey, is anybody looking for this particular raid? And then someone will keep on the radar and be like, oh, I have one. Do you want an invite? Right. But again, just having the invite isn't enough. You have to have a community of people that want to help out or find a group of people that are also looking for that specific Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard... um mixed results as far as the um remote raids and like lobbies and discord to mm-hmm. like try and organize them so um, yeah, it's not it's not easy because you only get so much time yeah 
Uh, righty. So, so I think that's a bit covered. of a better improvement. Yeah. They understand we're frustrated with how it works. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up to the community and to our listeners is would it be outside of the range of possibilities for us to get a raid remote raid pass in the seven day streak box? Uh, seven, seven day streak rewards. Uh, I mean, I'll put my answer out there cause I'm, you know, right here and accessible. I would say that shouldn't be a problem. Um, I mean, they don't lose much money, and it also makes people committed to getting to the seventh day. Right. Although the other problem is if people are having to stay home and they don't have a stop nearby, um, they can't spin that stop to get that seven day. So maybe a, a catch reward or something, maybe some other way. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe as a uh, on x day because you still get your free research every day yeah so maybe it's a maybe it's a on sundays everyone's free research will be a remote raid pass or the 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 um reward for that which would honestly be kind of nice um i assume the you can only have three stacked would continue which means it's five now so you know the the five stack would continue which would mean you'd have to use one um to get more but Honestly, that's not a bad option. So I don't know. That would be interesting. I would I would I would appreciate to see it even though I don't raid a whole lot. Um and I, but I'm sure plenty of other people. Yeah, I'm sure plenty of other people would love to see that. So Eric's comment. Would I like it? Yeah. Is it going to Is happen? Is it going to happen? No. no. <laughs> yeah. Nah, who knows. Who knows. We've the community's been loud enough before. Yeah. We just have to all get behind this. And push. <laughs> yeah. All right. Article number two, September 4th. So one day later. Go Battle League Season 4 begins Monday, September 14th, 2020 at 1 p.m. PDT, GMT minus 7. Um, A.K.A. a really long title if you care for that. Uh <laughs> Let's see here. As Season 3 of Go Battle League finishes up, here's a look at what you can expect in Season 4. Season 3 rewards, Season 4 timeline, and what to expect. When Season 4 begins Monday, September 14th, that's next week, um, uh, your end of season rewards for Season 3 will be available on the battle screen. Including an elite charge TM if you reached rank 7 or higher. Season 4 will follow a similar league rotation as Season 3 noted in the schedule below. These dates are tentative. Stay tuned and we'll update you if anything changes. Uh, Let's see. Great League will run for two weeks. Ultra League and its Premier Cup will run for two weeks. Um, Premier Cup will have a 2500 CP limit, of course. Uh, Master League and its Premier Cup will run for two weeks, uh, rather than crowding with a bunch of dates and numbers that might confuse you. Just st- We're just going to stick with the two-week stuff. <laughs> um, an all-new Halloween Cup will run from Monday, October 26th through Tuesday, November 3rd. That's two weeks. Uh, you can see more details about this Halloween Cup below. Uh, all three leagues and the Premier Cup, no CP limit, will be available from Tuesday. So, okay, here's here's where the the sort of Master League Premier Cup, all three leagues and the Premier Cup, no CP limit, will be available from Tuesday, November third, 
uh, through Monday, November 9th. So one week, um, okay. which actually makes me wonder, or actually, um, I know how they're doing this in the back end. Then they don't have separate connotations for premier league is one entity within the game. They don't have separate entities for, uh, a great league premier an ultra league premier and a master league premier. So anytime it updates weeks, all they do is adjust the CP limit within that code rather than having a separate entity within the code, which is interesting and a little disappointing because a lot of people, myself included, really enjoy Ultra Premier League um, and having it only around for two weeks during Ultra League is, I don't know, if if Master, Master League Premier Cup is available during that final week, I don't see why Ultra League can't come back um um but i can understand how they code that somewhat um season five will begin monday november 9th 2020 at 1 p.m pst uh again tentative so in uh let's see september october november two and a half months no two months two months we'll have season five um you can look forward to the all-new Halloween Cup, which will run from Monday, October 26th uh, for two weeks. In this format, only Poison, Ghost, Bug, Dark, and Fairy-type Pokemon will be allowed. In addition, you can earn reward encounters with Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle, all wearing Halloween costumes. The Halloween, <coughs> Cup, the Halloween Cup will have a 1,500 CP limit. Um, so that's interesting, but not... Uh, it's like they took the Sinister Cup and the Twilight Cup and threw them together in the same pot. Yeah, but also don't have pre-built teams. You yeah. have to go in with the the random threes. You have to guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll look at that uh, when we get a little bit closer. Um, so and break what you're down saying is all ghost types. Are <laughs> uh, no dark. Um, oh, it's an interesting mix. Interesting. Yeah, you could probably run... I would run... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll cover that. We'll go deeper into that meta when we get a little bit closer. Um, we've got other stuff to cover. We might even have to have a special guest on for that one. Uh, it is the spooky season. Right. I don't know who you're talking about if you have anybody in mind. So what do we have, like King Boo or something? Dry Bones? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the audience in suspense. You'll leave it. You'll leave me in suspense, too, because I don't even know who you're talking about. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you can accept, expect the following to stay the same in Season 4. There will not be a walking requirement in order to battle in the Go Battle League. Yay, high fives, everybody. Uh, socially distant high fives, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Air friend- high fives. Um, let's see, top three for Halloween Cup, not Shadow, are Azu, Golbat, and Umbreon. No one should be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship level requirement for battling remotely will remain good friends throughout Season 4. Hooray! Uh, no matter where they are, or remember that you can scan another trainer's QR code to battle them, no matter where they are. Uh, Avatar of season two, they kicked back on the requirement for ultra friends. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I'm at itself. Uh, let's see. Uh, Avatar items inspired by Pikachu Libre will continue to be rank seven rewards. Those should have changed by now, but that's my opinion. Uh, Avatar items inspired by Blue from Pokemon. The Pokemon RPGs will continue to be ranked 10 rewards. I don't know. Wait, the, did they seriously say RPGs? That's funny. Um, that's, I don't know, fine because they've only been around for a season, but next season they should change too. 
Um, again, my opinion. Uh, the win rewards for Pokemon, uh, the win rewards and Pokemon reward encounters will remain the same as season three. As a reminder, the Pokemon encounter rewards as, are as follows. Pidgeot starting rank one, Galarian Zigzagoon starting rank four, Galarian Farfetch starting at rank seven, Rufflet at rank eight, Scraggy at nine, Pikachu Libre start, starting at rank 10. Um, threw up at the starters news. Yeah. Yeah. You know, throw, throw up, throw up in your mouth a little bit. Uh, starters in costumes means they can't evolve we've covered that ground before enough that it's honestly should be pretty level and you can build a building on it um, <laughs> set that for a foundation yeah we're we're the uh we're the machops in um oh help me out lieutenant surge's town vermilion vermilion from the uh the original games you remember the the machop or whatever that's walking around and his trainer's oh, like, oh yeah, he's he's flattening flattening the earth so that we could put a building here. Yeah, you that's... know, in gold and silver, when you go back there, it's a machoke. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're we're that. We're we're those. <laughs> we're treading that ground a lot. Um, let's see what's new in season four. Notable changes coming to the Go Battle League for season four. I'm still catching Meltan. Uh. Rank progression will be changing in Season 4. You can re reach Rank 2 by completing a certain number of battles. You can reach Ranks 3 through 9 by winning certain numbers of battles. You will need to, uh, you'll still need to reach a rating of 3,000 to reach Rank 10, similar to go so, past Go Battle League se uh, seasons. Have they ever said that number in the past? 3,000? Um, yeah. If they haven't, it's been pretty clear that that's the number to get to. Okay. I, but if, I, I feel like this is the first time they're actually saying the number. If if it, I would be surprised if it is. But also, I don't pay attention to that because my goal has always been rank seven. Seven, right? Yeah, I never expect to get any farther. Um, now I guess I can expect to get to, or maybe expect to get to rank nine, depending on how sweaty the previous ranks are. Um, but we will have to wait and see. Excuse me. Uh, let's see. End of season rewards will be similar to those in season three. Stardust from rank one to three. Stardust TMs and a raid pass from rank four to ten. If you reach rank ten, you'll earn a brand new avatar pose. Yay. If you finish <laughs> season four at rank seven or higher, you will receive an elite fast TM rather than an elite charge TM. Um, which Those just seem to be alternating each season. Yeah, which surprises no one. Or should surprise no one. Um, go Battle Night. On Thursday, September 24th, from 6 p.m. to 11.59 p.m., so six hours, uh, local time, you can experience the all-new Flying Cup during the limited-time Go Battle Night event. Um, so I'm assuming that's going to be the one that everyone will be playing. Yeah, so the Flying Cup that we thought was going to be during rank, uh, or during Season 3, is actually during rank, or rank. I'm mixing my numbers up. This is why you shouldn't number your seasons, because I'm getting all my numbers mixed up. Um, I don't know why I'm getting angry about that. So uh, season three. Instead of season three. three, it's in season four. Flying yep. Cup will be available. In this format, only flying-type Pokemon will be allowed. The CP limit is 1,500. You'll be able to complete 20 sets of Go Battle League battles, up from the regular five sets, for a total of up to 100 battles. Uh, you'll receive twice the Stardust for winning battles, completing sets of battles, and ranking up in Go Battle League. Evolve Pidgeotto, the evolved form of Pidgey, during the event to get a Pidgeotto or a Pidgeot uh, that knows Gust. 
Um, and we don't have any info as far as Gust yet. Um, but we have some adjustments to other movesets. Um, like in previous uh, previous seasons. Uh, this time we are getting uh, different adjustments to bug-type moves. The following new attack will be added to Pokemon Go, Lunge. This bug-type charge attack will be lowering the opponent's Pokemon attack. The opposing Pokemon's attack. I added the plural in the wrong spot. Um, uh, initially, when this attack becomes available, only Masquerain and Galvantula will be able to learn it. Uh, the following attacks have been updated for trainer battles. Bug Buzz. This bug type charge attack now has a chance of lowering the opposing Pokemon's defense. Uh, Flame Charge. This fire type charge attack now deals less damage and will raise the user's attack. Uh, and Signal Beam. Uh, this bug type charge attack now has a chance of lowering the opponent's Pokemon's... The, uh, again, I put the apostrophe S in the wrong spot. <laughs> This bug-type charge attack now has a chance of lowering the oppos- uh, the opposing Pokemon's attack and defense. Along with That's these... pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, along with these updates to existing attacks, the following Pokemon can learn an attack it couldn't before, Vespaqueen and Signal Beam. This powerful bug-type attack is a perfect fit for powerful bug-type Pokemon like Vespaqueen. Vespaqueen? Vespaqueen. I don't know. Um... Let's see. We're so excited to give you a sneak peek at the next season. Season five will be a sh- uh, will be shorter than previous seasons at just three weeks. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay. Season four is normal. Season five will be shorter than previous seasons at just three weeks long. Additionally, ratings won't be in effect for this season. Uh, oh, that's weird. You'll progress through the ranks by winning a certain number of battles. We hope to see trainers try out new strategies, test different battle teams, and prepare for season six. That's bizarre. Um, I saw no one talking about that on Twitter at all. Um, and since this is my first time reading through this article, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I, uh, that's weird. That's very weird. Why would, hmm, hmm, whack. I guess people are just more interested in the new formats they're introducing, like the flying cup. Yeah. I wonder, um, I wonder if the, the talk of season five being shorter and not having any ratings, uh, means they're going to be doing a deep dive into their processes of ELO because there have been a lot of complaints as far as, um, the way that they've handled, uh, ELO and ratings for those higher ranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on top of that, um, I guess they specifically said that in, during this season, they would not change how win loss affected your ELO loss and gain. Um, but there have been people that have been keeping track and it apparently has changed three times, three or four times over the course of the season. Um, so there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of complaints and stuff on Reddit and such of things being really bizarre. Uh, yeah. And, and Niantic not really, um, not really being consistent with what they've said, which, you know, makes sense. <laughs> but we're working on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Human relations, right? Pokemon Masters. I'm feeling it right now. I had a monster earlier, so because I'm I'm, I'm messing up all of my words because I've had more caffeine than I normally do. Um, <laughs> I got to get those double XP codes for Halo Infinite when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that why you're drinking them? Well, I mean, I, I enjoy monsters anyway. But the fact <laughs> Why that I'll be fuel my energy yeah. and my addiction. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't Jeez. play I don't play PVP all that often. So realistically, like 
or uh, um so what you're telling me is if they put out monster energy codes for pokemon go <laughs> uh i mean i'd do it i, know I don't know if they i don't think they would because they would be marketing monster to kids and they certainly don't want that i mean if they did if they did like capri sun or something dude let's get the kool-aid guy <laughs> the kool-aid guy just turns into a giant pokeball but <laughs> the little like uh, only the little wax bottles of Kool-Aid give you the uh, give you uh, double XP for give you like a, an, an, an hour long item to get it gets you, you enough coins. To, it gets you a lucky egg. <laughs> it gets you a lucky egg or it gets you a star piece or something. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could, I could see, use bulldoze. I could see it. I could see it. Uh, oh, what if more ideas? What if what if that's the uh, the mega of um, Mel Metal? Please it's don't. just a no. it's the Kool Aid Man. No. <laughs> Moving on. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Um, in another topic, I think the la- Did last. Did you talk topic. about Flame Charge? Yes, I brought up uh, Flame Charge. Um, all of the moves. Yes. Um, okay. So Vespaquin, this changes Vespaquin a bit. Um, it gives him more options. Yeah. Uh, Lunge gets in is interesting, but it could. We'll have to see how it affects more Pokemon. Um, and get the stats on it. Right. Uh, Flame Charge was interesting that people were like, it only affects Zebstrika. Um, and apparently it does. It benefits Zebstrika a lot because Zebstrika's moveset's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, Wild Which charge is cool. or flame charge? Flame, oh yeah, or both. Um, the other one, uh, I think it was Eric. Because somebody in our Discord was talking that Combuskin actually has flame charge. Um, yeah, and they're like, and it, "Am I a joke to you?" Yeah, and it it uh, caps out at about fifteen hundred at a hundred percent, a hundred percent Combuskin, which is uh, g- good, c- cool. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't have counter, so it really doesn't help it a ton. Um, yeah. and we all know that fire Pokemon need fire Pokemon need a bigger, they need a bigger Move buff cool. than just flame charge. Yeah. Or I guess flame charge helps. We'll Hashtag have to see. We need we'll have to see if, yeah, we'll have to see if flame charge gets applied to other fire Pokemon as well. Um, if, if now that it gets its buff where it places itself, um, yeah. I imagine po- like Pokemon like Chandelier just won't get it. Um, trying to think of other Pokemon that would probably get flame charge. Uh, Ninetale should it would, huh? Embor should Embor should. I would say Heatmore would make sense. Nine Tails would make sense. Arcanine would make sense. Um, oh, that'd be gross on Arcanine. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a lot of Pokemon. There's a lot of Pokemon that it would make sense, and then there's some Pokemon that just wouldn't. Um, oh, Chandelier the, off the top um, of my head. Just I don't know if it would make sense for that. What's the one that looks like All Might? Uh, Darumaka's evolution. Darmanitan. Yes. Ooh, Entei. Ooh. I mean, if Raiko can be like, uh, Raiko and Suicune can be like um, relevant. <laughs> th- yeah, they can. They they've been relevant before. We have not seen Entei be relevant before. So bringing it's it, just giving flamethrower it... is a clone of Ice Beam. They yeah. just take too long to get to. Yeah, Flame Shards would be an interesting one on Entei for sure. That would definitely put it up there as far as relevancy. Um, in, in subtext, it would be the flavor text. 
Oh boy, it's getting hot. And Tay powers up two times. Oh man, it's hot in here. <laughs> Was it the um the dude patting his head with the the handkerchief, just sweating intensely? <laughs> um, those fire fangs start to hurt a little bit more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would be. Flame charge is an interesting addition. I will be very curious because, like, we know it's very limited on particular Pokemon. I'll be interested to see what gets uh, what gets it in a later date. Talon flame. Um, yeah, dude. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. There's like tons of options. A good flying fire type that isn't a legendary. Yeah. Uh, Talon. Um. Oh. Uh. The flying cup. We really didn't talk a whole lot about. It's coming up. Um. What was the what's the meta? It's Aerodactyl and its counters. Aerodactyl, Articuno, and Skarmory? And that was it? Sounds great. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, it's called the Aerodactyl and its Bros Cup. It's uh it's gross. I don't have a good Aerodactyl. I just imagine I'm gonna lose all the time. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. Um bring a water fire like Gyarados. Oh yeah. For Zapdos. Oh, Gyarados is eligible. That's whack. Oh, <laughs> I forgot it was a flyer. Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be weird. That's gonna be really that's gonna be really weird. Um It's gonna be a lot of Zapdos, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a Shadow Zapdos under fifteen hundred, so that might be fun. Gross. I might have to elite TM and give it Thundershock. I think so. I don't think I've done it yet. So Gross. yeah, that would be interesting. Um, our final short little news topic here uh, in the news roundup. Uh, North America's uh, speediest chief two. Uh, I don't know what happened to the first one. Uh, claims the world championship crown after an amazing final round. Uh, this is from at uh, self GG on Twitter. Um, congrats to our new arena champion and to all the competitors for these incredible battles. Um, Speedy Chief going through the 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 other three competitors uh, undefeated uh, and an absolute some absolute bonkers moves. He was he was calling his opponent's teams beforehand uh, magnificently. That was some amazing battles. Um, and I was a little concerned looking at his team that he was a little bit weak to fighters. Um, but uh, boy, howdy, he handled it. So that was. Um, congratulations to Speediest Chief. Um, if someone hasn't watched it, would you recommend it? Uh, to just see the the pure insanity that is top level battling, yeah, yeah, it's nuts. It's it's like the amount of like swap sack swap, um, uh, shield like when to shield not shield, just the pure mechanics and. So, would you say skill. it's more than just a tapping game? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm I just will... saying, if I had a friend that didn't care for Pokemon Go PvP, and they just said it was a tapping game, That's, would this it's, make them change their mind? This would not. Nothing will change their mind because they're already set in that way. Uh, mm. I would slap them and then not talk about Pokemon Go PvP to them ever again. Um, until at what point? One uh, at, until at some point they're like, "Oh yeah, I tried it. It's kind of cool. What do I do?" And then I'm like, "Well, listen to the podcast." Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think this would ever change anyone's mind. Um, I think sitting someone down and sort of explaining, uh, the, both the prep ahead of it, because there was a, uh, it was a draft double band phase draft, um, along with ahead of the, the tournament. 
Um, I think some explanation on top of the showing someone this might change somebody's mind. But um, yeah, if someone's like, oh, it's just a game about tapping, this won't do it to them. Okay. But it is amazing if you just want to check out some amazing battles. It's fantastic. Um, hopefully it's still up on Twitch. And if it's not, they're putting it up. Hopefully they put it up on YouTube or something for um, for the future. So, Excuse me. All right. Oh, that's odd. I'm direct connected uh, internet-wise, and that's the first time I've ever seen my uh, OBS internet uh, or connection just drop down into the yellow. Huh. Wild. Let's hop into the meta-analysis. Jesse, you ready to go into the meta-analysis? Yeah. I always think of dirty things when I say analysis. Um, if you spell it out, then you'll probably get it. But if you don't get it, uh, don't worry about it. Um, let's see. It was what? Two hours ago? Two, three hours ago? Um, yep. sylph.gg slash players dash choice dash finalists. Uh, we have, um, the you design the meta players choice cup September 2020. So this is the off season between season two and season three. Um, your rankings uh, and... I'm blanking on what it's called. Player card. Player card. Uh, Sylph Arena rankings. Uh, win loss. All that stuff does not matter. This is just for fun, basically. Um. Uh, just a reminder on that. I have not looked at these yet, so this is my this is my first uh first impressions on this. Jesse has looked at those, so we're gonna or looked at them yet or has looked at them. So we're going to go through them and then we're going to we're going to discuss. So um, I'll read off this first paragraph and a half here. After reviewing over 450. Wow. Meta submissions. The arena meta <laughs> team is excited to present the four finalist cup themes. There were tons of fun and creative meta ideas submitted. It was sure uh, it surely was not an easy task to narrow the field down to just four. Each submission was evaluated on multiple factors, including species variance, status cost, and theme creativity, among others. Thank you to everyone who submitted a meta, and congratulations to the finalists. Uh, check below for a description of each finalist meta. Once you've reviewed the metas, vote for your favorite by Friday, September 11th. To, uh, well, that's going to be oh, at 11.59 p.m. UTC. So if, as long as you listen to the podcast earlier in the day... Um, you should catch it. Um, I uh, although, I kind of agree with Eric's uh, comment. Wow, wants me. Wow, I don't have, I don't have a soundboard, so that'll that would definitely go on it though. Um, you can't come after us for a half second soundbite. Um, lawyers, you can take that, lawyers. Um, all right. So first cup on the docket. Uh, yes, first cup on the docket, circus cup. Uh, I'm going to butcher some names here, but the creators are, uh, Adkisolo and Obronka Mary JK. I think I got it. Uh, league, great league, 1500 CP limit. I, aren't they all that? Um, Loud, flying, fighting, psychic, poison, and fire type. Oh, fire type. Ooh, spicy. Band, legendaries, mythicals, Alolans, and Altaria. Ooh, Alolans and Altaria ban. 
Uh, creator's description. Well, the topic speaks for itself that the theme of this cup will be circus. Poisons are associated with the wild and poisonous animals, flying with acrobats, psychic with magicians, fighting with strongmen and athletes, and fire types with fire eaters. Ah, fascinating. Uh, I'm going to take a look here at the PV poke rankings. Uh, I'm catching another Meltan. Yoink. Um, let's see. Great League Circus Cup. We see Skarmory, Mantine, Dragonite Shadow, Bronzong, Amolga, Noctowl, Drapion, Hypno, Pelipper, Gyarados Shadow, Hypno Shadow, Micargo, Dragonite, Skunk Tank, and Driftblim rounding out the top 15. This is, huh, interesting. And, uh, a bit refreshing to see fire type, even though fire type don't seem incredibly useful here. There's a little bit of steel here that could definitely, uh, definitely don't benefit from having fire type. But I think with the rest of Mantine being a water, gonna resist it. Dragonite, dragon, gonna resist it. Um, a lot of other things will have, and a number of other water types available, water flyer specifically, um, being high up here makes sense because fly, uh, fire is relevant. Yeah. Interesting. Um, initial take shadows allowed, but I think it's meant to be for the extra damage. Yeah. Um, offhand looks cool. Wouldn't mind playing it. Um, not Amoga's a really weird one because doesn't Amoga cap out just under 1500 didn't we we because we were catching a couple a while back um Eric yeah, is saying it's yes like 1300 roughly um so that's weird um for it to be that high but it is an it's electric type it's an electric type that uh or it's a flyer with electric that should help beat other flyers and beats the um, the waters for sure so that's a interesting one um i'm trying to catch the meltan it's being a butt um <laughs> yeah i wouldn't mind playing this um i would want to power up a couple of interesting things here so skarmory and mantine are probably most people have already built uh dragonite's an interesting one but i don't know how many people are uh yeah, Dragon actually would probably perform fairly well. The steel being around helps counter it, but it's they're not gonna be they're not gonna absolutely delete Dragonite. Um Okay, so a max stat project, the Molga, is fourteen ninety two CP at level forty. Interesting. Thanks for that, Eric. Yeah, that's mm, Huh. I mean appreciate that it's just at Great League and it's not absolutely useless, like flying pikachu or something um <laughs> but yeah that's a you gotta get you gotta get a good one um yeah i mean drift skunk tanks up here yeah this one this one would be cool to play i would not mind playing that one um i would definitely have to power up some stuff and i don't know if i really would want to being the off season um but that would be an interesting one um Ah, Pokemon Masters does make a good point that Amolga would be good in the Flying Cup too. Yep. Um Is it around being... Is it spawned now, or was it only spawned during that one week? It was only during that one week, as far as I've seen. Gross. Hopefully you got I a good one. I got on him. Huh? 
I told you to stock up on them. I think I only got like two or three, and I don't think any of them are good. So, you know, whatever. Um, it feels very niche, and if you don't have the best one or a, a really good one, I, you know, whatever. Okay, on an incense. Uh, okay. <laughs> eh, that, I mean, but that means it's available. Sure. Um. So, yeah, if Mystic 7 spawned uh, an Amolga on an incense, that means it is in the spawn pools. Um, it might be fairly rare, though. Well, I assume it's fairly rare because if it's, you know, one spawn on an incense, then. Um, and I haven't heard anyone else. I mean, then again, Amolga is not a standout. It, People are like, oh, my God, I yeah. found an Amolga. It's, oh, I found an Amolga. Um, but if you're in your PvP, it's like, oh, it's an Amolga. No, it's an Amolga. Um, yeah, at least the rate isn't 0%. Exactly. Uh, number two on this list, the Maelstrom Cup from Who Knows Not. Hey, I can pronounce that one without butchering it or absolutely failing. Uh, Great League CP. Are any of these above Great League? No, all of these I are Great League. You, they are all oh, Great okay. League. Uh, allowed, Bug, Normal, Psychic, and Water Type. Hey, look, more Water Type. Uh, banned, only Defense, Deoxys, and Wigglytuff. That's fascinating. Um, creator's Description, Notion... Uh, notion for it is a cyclical water event that also matches the psychic symbolism in Pokemon Go with bug and normal caught in it. Um, this cut balances a great deal with some interesting pokes. Pokemon, I assume. Um, psychic has to worry about bug and also the many ghost fast type uh, normal moves, while water has to worry about the many grass type moves that normal types possess, as well as the few scatterings of electric types. Um the ones uh, it has... Oh, okay. It's talking about the um, overall stats of the PB poke uh, breakdown here. Um, I will pass over that because that's going to confuse the heck out of me. Uh, my tiny brain can't handle all of those numbers. Defense Deoxys uh, was able to do too much and check the normal types too hard, so it had to be banned. Wigglytuff does not need to be banned, but it had overwhelming victories in the two shields. Uh... Because so few things resistant charm in the meta, I decided with an interesting, uh, in the interest of making the meta less rock, paper, scissors, which charm can at times cause when valued that highly, I banned Wigglytuff. Uh, let's take a look here at the PV poke numbers. We got Lantern, Alolan Raichu, Cresselia, Vigoroth, Fortress, Leveni. Ooh, Leveni. Uh, up here at rank six. Uh, Wormadam Trash, Azumarill, Escavalier, Ludicolo, Pelipper, Noctowl, Metacham, Obstagoon, and Mew, rounding out the top 15. Um, oh, no, Empoleon right there. Um, this is interesting. This is definitely a meta that I don't think anyone would put together. This is a very creative meta. Um, I can see why you think it was your favorite, Jesse. Um, cause this is honestly really refreshing and uh, the focusing on the, um, psychic and bug and then extrapolating from there, uh, normal and water seems very interesting. Um, are definitely connections that I think most, most people when they put together a meadow wouldn't have considered. So I, I can, think my only biggest, uh, disapprovement of this cup uh -huh. is the fact that most of those top picks are limited um let's see so raichu requires a raid and then a trade usually um fortress has been fa fairly limited but most people are 
Fortress is not easy to get, but it's also not difficult to get. Um, I was talking more along the lines of things like Levani uh -huh. and Cresselia that have had limited encounters. That's true. Um, Cresselia. So we are getting Cresselia as a raid boss here. Right, but that's usually above. Isn't that above fifteen hundred anyway? Uh, yeah. So Cresselia, I think Cresselia was in the monthly rewards. Research. The research yeah. and then it had to get traded to get better stats but you had to be very you had to get very unlucky to get the right stats yeah um uh wormadam trash and azumarill you sh realistically people should uh should have those built already um, I mean, if but you, those are both i i didn't have wormadam trash back on i think it was toxic uh -huh. or rose so that's it's if you if you have one from that past cup where it was like one of the ones you had to have right congrats but to everyone else you're right. gonna lose a lot of start those are expensive um metacham also has to be a, up at 40 um yep. mew is expensive to get those limited those moves and limited um obstagoon the same kind of instance if you didn't get a good one obstagoon's a bizarre one too yeah um dugong's down here at rank 18 and that's a double legacy um yeah i would have i mean realistically without Cresselia and mew i don't know if you would have psychics any psychic psychics up here um um i mean you could turn the filter on because this is a custom one mm, to ban uh, the mythics legendaries and see what it would change uh how do i Uh, oh, I guess you can't. No, oh. I'd have to go into custom and adjust it. Um, oh, well. um yeah, I your psychic the your two highest psychic being both legendary, probably not the best option. Let's see. So your highest rating score is a ninety four point eight. Uh your highest psychic type is hypno at eighty eight point eight. Your next highest Psychic is Lugia at 87. Yeah, I don't like that Psychic's reliance on legendaries here. Gallade's up here at rank 56. It just doesn't make sense to run. And then Wobbuffet at 64. I think it just doesn't make sense to run a Psychic here. Um, like, unless you're running Hypno. But even then, you're running Hypno for what? A... I, I don't know. I don't know what you're running Hypno for. Um, I think the Psychics just have utility and coverage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, run Galvantula. I you're feel that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd love to try out Galvantula. It seems like a really interesting meta. Um, I guess Alolan Raichu is technically a Psychic, but it's not running any Psychic moves. Um, oh, it has this Psychic as a Psychic move. Um, if it had confusion, it would be interesting, I guess. Um, 54 best friend in IV trade combinations that qualify for GL. 119 IV combinations for ultra friends from raids, not research. Okay, so it can... So it is feasibly possible, but the odds are against you. The odds are very small, because <laughs> there's, what, like 2,000-plus IV combos? 4,096. Um, and you need within 419 IV combos. 
they're only 419. So it's not even a quarter. Yeah, you're looking at almost one in 15, 20% ish. The odds are never in your favor. That's true. Um, we are talking about re-rolling IVs via trading. Um, yeah, in in uh, concept, this is a cool meta, but I don't. the The reliance on psychic types being legendaries this high up in the meta, I'm not like super thrilled with. Um, I don't know what I mean, the argument could always be said. You don't have to run it, right? But I wonder if you look at then the top what performers in the cup. Most of them are bug, right? But then why are what are are what are bug beating? The psychic, right? But if the if no one's running psychic, then bugs just not relevant. I mean, so, there are some bugs that can beat normals. They're yeah. also, yeah, especially es- with the road reworks coming up, some of those might actually get really good. Yeah, Escav would perform really well. Yeah, this would be an interesting one uh, after the rework, and since we're gonna get that in a week's time, that would be very very interesting to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, see how in, that list changes. <laughs> yeah, in concept, this is cool, but with not a whole lot of psychic type, and then the bug type being overwhelming, and then on top of that, the bug types getting buff, some bug types getting buffs. I don't know if this makes this would be something I would want to run. I mean, because the biggest threat to the bugs are going to be the normal flyers. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it makes sense. Again, interesting in concept, but I think like in this specific instance where we're at, I don't know if I would be excited to run this. I would be interested to see how it changes, but I don't think I would be excited to run it. Um, All right, number three on this list, the Origin Cup. Uh, Creator Darius Pent. Uh, Great League, of course. Uh, Allowed starter Pokemon and any species obtainable before beating the first gym in each main series Pokemon game. Well, that's like taking, what was it, Timeless and cranking it up to 11? Um, <laughs> banned Pokemon obtained after leading, leaving the city of the first gym in each main series game. You may not use two Pokemon from the same evolutionary series, i.e. you cannot have Ivysaur and Venusaur on the same team of six. Fascinating. Um, tagline, remember your humble beginnings. Concept. Uh, the Timeless Cup was my absolute favorite, uh, as it had the closest ties to the series roots and had a fantastic team building requirement that made each team fairly unique. It influenced me to think of other ways I could harken back to the 8-bit origins of Pokemon. I wanted a concept that emphasizes some emphasized familiar Pokemon that anyone who played the games would know and love. Not everyone played the games, uh, through to the end, but everyone immediately identifies with, uh, which starter they began their journey with, recognizes the first Pokemon they caught on the first route, and remembers their first harrowing test against a gym leader. As such, I created the Origin Cup, where you battle with Pokemon, or more likely their evolutions, uh, available prior to battling uh, the first leader. I created the list using Bulbapedia, uh, and it includes Let's Go Eevee, options caught from other regions by using the radio feature in the games, and Gen 4's swarm events with the options available uh, at that stage of the game. Origin Cup successfully uh, in, uh, injects nostalgia while creating a varied meta. There aren't e- even any types that require bans. None of the games give you access to Dragon or Ice prior to the first gym battle, so anyone who has traumatized uh, was traumatized by teams of Dragonair and Kingdra can relax. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's that's solid. Um, although I wonder if Dugong's here. Probably not. Um, no, it wouldn't be. That wouldn't make any sense. Um, 
Uh, I permitted the use of Alolans and Galarian uh, alternative forms and uh, and evolutions to the options found in early parts of the game to add variety, as well as a few options outside of Johto's Violet City and Sinnoh's Oroberg City because leaders Faulkner and Rourke uh, are not in their gyms immediately, and you can explore a bit beyond the city before having to return to battle them. That is awesome. Let's take a look at this. This is an incredibly detailed and thought out cup. Yeah, that's this is this seems nuts. Um, let's see. Number one, Noctowl. Number two, Vigoroth. Uh, number three, Umbreon. Four, Venusaur. Machamp. Golbat. Jumpluff. Beedrill. Charizard. Lolan. Marowak. Obstagoon, Swampert, Wigglytuff, Victory Bell, and Blazekin rounding out the top 15. Uh, interesting. Other fighters, Primeape and Hariyama, appear pretty high. That's honestly higher than I would put... Huh. That's putting a lot of... Uh, Primeape and Hariyama are much higher than any time I would really expect. Um, Napoleon, Steelix, Pidgeot. This is interesting. Um, what's the fall off here on point wise? 96.7 on knocked owl. If you're running a flyer, probably make it knocked owl unless you're running Golbat as well. Ice won't be a big counter to flyers. So be careful of electric, but for the most part, where's your electric? Are there any electric? Raichu at 24. A Raichu would be somewhere am i missing it is it here 56 56 oh it's much much lower amphros at 43 uh alolan graveler and golem in the uh 40s and 50s and then alolan raichu at 56 uh interesting um i like the premise um it's not as stringent as timeless where it requires you to have one from each region and then like a um, varied pick um, which is kind of nice because sometimes that can put a lot of stress as far as trying to make sure your team's right uh, um, dugong is not on the list dugong is not on the list which is great um, which means your flyers biggest uh, biggest concerns are if they're normal is it fighting and then in general, uh, electric types, which don't seem to be very highly ranked up here. Um, most electric types don't have a ton of bulk, so um, that really doesn't help them. So, And the electric types that are available on this list are fairly small. I like the concept here. Um, Play-wise, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of stuff up here that makes sense, like really makes sense as far as their, their play. Um, a champ's pretty high up here, which makes me a little, I don't want to say worried. Um, uh, just cause we like know the power of fighting type and a counter user. Um, I guess cause, uh, Vigoroth is up here too with counter. Um, we know that the capability of that is insane. Lost so, me. Huh? You there? Can you hear me? Yeah. I can't hear you. Oh. I think you're muted. I uh, lost my internet connection. Oh. I wonder if we're going to lose power or something. We had some power flickers earlier, so I wouldn't be surprised. Nope. We lost them again. Oh, boy. Uh, Interesting. That's the first like technical difficulties I've encountered in a long while. 
Um, I'm going to finish my thought here on this cup. Um, Origin Cup looks interesting. The Your good performers, you know, n- nothing's really surprising here. Um, I think your counter users and stuff overall perform perform gr- as great generalists um, for the most part just because that fighting uh, stab to counter is just insane anyway. Um, so um, that's not surprising. Um, plus your normal flyers are around enough that your counter users would make sense to be there. Um, hmm. Yeah, I would, uh, this is another one I'd be interested to run. I'm not against running it either. Um, much as I want, uh, um, much as I want a, a month off, uh, I probably won't be running any of these, but it, uh, origin cup looks like a pretty interesting and refreshing meta here. Um, and a really well thought out one. Uh, let me see. Is he, is he dying? Uh, let's see. Uh, he's selling me. Uh, let's see. We have not had an internet issue like this before. If we've had an internet issue, it's been, um, uh, it's been me uh sending the stream out but since i've wired my connection up a number of months ago i've not had any issues um jesse has not uh jesse hasn't dropped out of jesse's internet has never dropped before um and it makes me a little concerned on my uh my side of having internet connection issues um let's see uh uh I am still connected. This is a technical difficulty that we have yet to encounter before on a podcast, which kind of sucks cuz it's remote. Uh he's like literally five minutes down the road for my, uh, so his, um, if he's having problems, then I'm worried I might be encountering problems here shortly. Although if they ever have, if Comcast has internet issues and does repairs, they usually do it at like midnight to six o'clock in the morning or whatever. So realistically, this might not be, this might not be a maintenance issue. Um, nope. Are you back? Yep. Hey, my internet likes to randomly just go. I don't want to work anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was trying to figure it out. I was saying that I, uh, this is, that was a technical issue we've never encountered before. So, um, (laughs) because, uh, like internet on your end has never gone down before. Um, like OBS connected to stream and stuff has dipped before, but nothing, uh, nothing on your end. Yep. Um. Uh. So I finished my uh thoughts on. I'll listen origin. to it when the recording goes out. Yeah. My my thoughts on origin. I it would be interesting to play. Um. It's not super surprising, but it is incredibly well thought out. So, um. That would be an interesting one. Uh. Now to the fourth and final, the duet cup. Uh. This was created by Jet Force Gemini, I Rod, and uh, AONC nineteen fourteen. Uh, if course. no one 
Oh, go ahead. If anyone gets the reference, Jet Force Gemini, kill all the tribals. I I don't get that one. Good. Um, uh, Great League, of course, allowed any Pokemon that does not evolve or only evolves once. Fascinating. Banned. Megas, Shadows, Legendaries, Mythical, Skarmory, Altaria, Metacham, Tropius, and Galarian Stunfisk. Um, let's see. PV Pokemon's rankings. We'll take that in a second. Description. This is a dance for two and three's a crowd. The original concept was called Double Mint in reference to the gum commercials, but we found that it was hard to understand without explanation. Uh, once we had the idea in play and excluded a few of the dominant picks from Open Great League, it all came together in a way that balances nicely. Uh, let's take a look here at this Duet Cup PvP. Um, chat, can you guys still hear us? There is no issues on my... Is, are there any issues on my end? Or was it just Jesse that popped? It was just me. Okay. Uh, let's see. Duet Cup, number one, Scrafty, two, Bastidon, Primeape in three, Umbreon, Wishcash, Mantine. Mantine? Mantine? I don't know. Uh, potato, potato, I guess. Raisin, rosin? Uh, all right, number seven, Cast Form Rainy. Uh, Hitmontop, Hariyama, Obama Snow, Dugong, Frostlass, Pelipper, Ferrothorn, and Lucario in 15th. Um, let's call this whole thing off. Uh, it's in quotes. If that's a reference, I am confused. <laughs> I um, get the reference. That's okay. nice. <laughs> tomato tomato um all right so this is an interesting one fighting seems to fighting in dark seem to be fairly prevalent um fighting to beat the dark and fighting being fairly good generous and then umbreon being a fantastic uh generalist um and then of course water because water is incredibly bulky and diverse so um, Wish Cash being a really good mud, uh, great mud boy with only two of ev- uh, one evolution. Uh, Mantine again, uh, a water flying. So of course, um, Cast Form Rainy not having an evolution. Um, hmm, interesting, interesting, and more interesting. Um, I don't take a m- shot for every time Steve says interesting. <laughs> nah, no, I think I've said enough ums for that. I don't mind this. I think building a meta around this, if there was like a meta simplified, this one would look a lot more chaotic and it would just be, is there a Pokemon that has great bulk that plays with the other Pokemon you want to pick? Great. Add it to your team because I honestly don't think that there's anything here meta wise, bring a fighter, bring a dark, bring some bulk. That's about it. Um, (laughs) way to criticize the cup <laughs> well i mean but i mean as far as like building a team within this meta because there's right. really isn't a uh, but i mean that kind of plays into the whole concept they mentioned in the description right right it's a uh, um pick your backup pick your dancer dance partner and then pick your wingman yeah <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be against this would be an interesting one to play as well uh for sure I would be interested to see what um do, 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 what's the website called um game press what game press would do or or other content creators would do for a meta simplified here as far as like recommending team builds like what what you should slot out with uh because I think it's a 
some are pretty interesting and diverse. Um, I guess going back to this, they literally said, um, once we had the idea in play and excluded a few of the dominant picks from Open Great League, it all came together in a way that balances nicely. So they basically looked at Open Great League and removed some of the very high-performing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I assume this would play a lot like a general... Limited. A, like... Yeah, a limited open league. So... Uh, a Premier yeah. League with the main things banned. For a Great Premier League. League with you know three tiers banned, which is refreshing. You don't see the. It would. Be, this is definitely going to be a little bit. It's definitely more expensive, um, because your starters and stuff, which would be up here, are very inexpensive. Uh, so it's things like Mantine, if you don't have a good, um, Mantike, Umbreon can get expensive, especially if you don't have the last resort. Bastiodon needs to be near Hundo. Scrafty's a weird one. It's been a rat. If you participated in the Water and Dark event and were able to catch some Scrafty, you and and then if you needed to trade them, you should in theory have a reasonable PvP Scrafty. Scrafty's Mm -hmm. a really fun one that if you don't have, I would highly recommend searching out because one, it's a fun Pokemon to play, uh, and two, it's performed very well in its role as a fighter with the. Um, interesting dark um, subtype um, and and moves. Um, nothing stands out as far as him on top and Hariyama again as higher than I would have expected. I make sense of Machamp's not around and Primeape. I thought Primeape was supposed to be garbage. People were saying Primeape was garbage. Um, it wasn't until it got Night Slash. Oh, it got an ice slash re- uh, recently. Is that what's going on? I mean, it was it was about a year ago now. Okay, um, it's just been one of those things where it's been under the radar, uh-huh. and I think it did have a couple legacy moves. Okay, and then I wonder if close, com- yeah, close combat's adjustment probably helped a lot of fighters. So Primeape and Hariyama and Hitmontop all running close combat, so that makes sense. So, although stat wise, I don't think. And fighting something? rework hurt uh, Lucario more than it helped it. Oh, the power-up punch nerf? Well, no, just the uh, fact that close combat got reworked, and then as a fighting type, it kind of fell off. Right. It's also steel, and it, uh, whereas most fighting will is uh, most fighting against it's fighting is fighting. It's just generally neutral. Lucario yeah. loses hard here. So. Yeah. Um, versus something like if you're looking at a general, um, it's Toxicroak somewhere around here. Um, like Toxicroak, there it is, 23rd, um, resists the fighting. Um, yeah. so it's, uh, it performs in a better, like Lucario is a powerhouse for sure. Um, but it has some big disadvantages having the steel type. So, yeah. um, the not very present fire type specifically, uh, as well. Um. Yeah, this would be an interesting one. I would love to run. I for sure. Scrafty is on my team. Uh, Scrafty, Bastiodon, I maybe Umbreon. Um, honestly, I could put some of the top stuff on my team because I've already got it built. Uh, Obama Snow would be an interesting one to run and play around with. So, um, Dugong and Frostlass will have. Yeah, to you stay should ask cause... Proto Man how he thinks about uh Obama Snow. <laughs> oh, is he having? Not He's having triggered. Fun? So. Um, I don't know if anyone can hear that. My mom just walked in. I told her I was recording a podcast. Um, hi, Steven's mom. You 
she can't hear you. I've got headphones on. Um, um, so yeah, duet cup would be an interesting one as well. So honestly, I would love to see origin or duet. Um, Maelstrom's a really interesting con- uh, concept, but I just don't know if it, um, it's focus on bug and psychic, but having psychic not be as dominant and then bug getting the rework here recently. Um, I don't know if that really helps it at all. So, um, Winston, Obama snow is super fun. I didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> no, I mean, playing against it or, uh, both having it on your team. Cause I don't have, I don't have one built yet. I, that's one with the rework is definitely needs to go on my, uh, on my list here. Um, Primeape is a monster when it gets going. Um, oh, uh, I played against a Primeape in a cup recently, so, um, but I, I think I handled it pretty well, so um, that would be another. I think that's what one. most of these matchups come down to is how you handle it. Yeah, I mean that's PvP in general. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to go through and see if I have a reasonable Primeape because I feel like I, I feel like I might. Um, Oh, going through my Melton, I have a rank two for Ultra League for uh, Melmetal. Sick. Um, yeah, some interesting, uh, interesting cups here. Um, Jesse, what was your thought on? You said Maelstrom was one of your favorites as far as mm-hmm. uh, types. Um, yeah. What was your thought on uh, Maelstrom then? I like the way it looks. It's interesting type matchups. They mm-hmm. obviously did their work on it. Yeah. I think uh, all of these people, uh, all of the people that su- submitted right. here on this list, definitely put a lot of thought thought into, um, and a lot of. I research. like the concept of origin, uh huh, because I do agree with some of the concepts. How not everybody played the games all the way through, but they know things like Beedrill, they know things like Pidgeot. Mm-hmm. Your initial bugs, fly, uh, flyers, all of that stuff. Are Your all... early game spawns, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a really interesting concept. Um, as far as, uh, I'd be really, again, really interested to see, uh, what the team building looks like because there's so much, uh, variation, but, um, yeah. Uh, you want to take it over to, let's see. What's next? Community question? Well, there's the community question and then. Something with recapping the season three, right? Yes. Uh, so we'll cover not last not last episodes, but the episode before, because last episode we uh, I forgot to do community question stuff. Um, so the previous community question: If you could add something to the game, what would it be? Um, and it's uh, if you could add, I think anything. It was like a move, feature, whatever. Um, we got a couple of responses in our Discord. Uh, links down below, both in your podcast description and on Twitch, um, if you want to, and on YouTube as well, because um, we upload uh, the podcast there as well. Uh, links down below if you want to join our Discord, open to all. Please be respectful, but we haven't had anyone not be respectful, so thank you to everyone that has been respectful. Um, can I say respectful a couple more times? Um, <laughs> so, a uh, couple of answers here. Uh, Eric um says um from two episodes ago i agree with steven breeding would be great i think it would allow niantic to sell more incubators if people could get eggs for whatever pokemon they wanted yeah they c- it would be a lot more uh appealing to eggs would be a lot more appealing to um interact with there um he goes on to say 
Uh, I want better bugs, poisons, and fairies. Uh, Volcarona, mega bugs, uh, Dragology? Help me out with that one, Jesse. Dragolage. Dragolage? Is that what it is? Drag- uh, it's the anchor. <laughs> oh, it's the anchor. Okay. Um, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. I think it's. Dra- it'd be uh, algae, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. It's the dragon Drag- poison Drag- from Sun and Moon. Oh, that one's the dragon poison? Okay. Because if it were yeah. the anchor, it would be algae. So it would be drag algae. That's right. Um, and Xerneas, uh, respectively, can't come soon enough. Um, I had never played X and Y, so Xerneas is going to be a really something I'm completely and totally not used to. John Deere. Um, yeah, it's a blue. It's the blue deer. Um, I want there to be a level cap for getting normal potions from stops. Once you hit level 30, you only get super hyper and max potions from stops. I agree. Uh, although every once in a while, it's nice to just like top off a Pokemon. Um, if they have like only a tiny bit of HP gone, um, having those normal potions isn't a bad thing. Um, but for the most part, they do clock up items. Um, just like Pineabs for the most, or not Pineabs, um, Nanabs. Nanabs for the most part, like, why do you need them? I mean, for me, they're good for rocket battles. And I use extras as Stardust trans- transfer for feeding gym defenders. Yeah. Um, I only keep like around 10 to 15 in my bag at most. So, um, whereas nanobs and raspberries, I keep a lot more or, uh, pineapps and raspberries. I'm messing myself up today. <laughs> then again, what, what episode am I not? Um, Winston the champ responds with, I'd like them to upgrade gym, uh, upgrade the gym system, make rewards for battling and taking over gyms meaningful. Try to make it more like Ingress where you want to control uh, portions of the maps. Maybe have gym territory effect spawns or item drops. I'm sure there is something they can do there to freshen it up. Yeah, I think that currently the only thing with gyms is the higher you're ranking, the better items you'll get from spinning the stop. The better and more. Yeah. Um, But that's it. There really isn't any other incentive to have a higher level with each gym. So... Um, yeah, territories would be interesting. Yeah, I would be really interested to see how they impl- if they were to implement a uh, territory control system, uh, like a King of the Hill esque. Um, maybe you get like ten more coins for each region. May mm, playing around with the coins is would be an interesting play. <laughs> it's a lot of more mon- of an incentive. Yeah, because of the monetization and stuff. Um. I don't know how I would feel about that. Um, ah, gold on an EX raid or gold on a gym on EX raids when they were a thing made it more likely that you got a pass. Okay. So that helps out too. Um, or that's also an incentive. Although we haven't had EX raids in since March. Five, five months, six months now. So um, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, I would definitely love to see uh, freshen up of the gym, uh, a, a, a gym rework as far as mechanics go, mechanics or rewards or something. So, for sure. All right, that was last community, the community question. question from two weeks ago. Yep. Um, last week, again, we missed the community questions. Um, so this week, 
our community question I actually grabbed from what John's doing uh, suggested it um, as a topic for discussion, which I'm actually going to make it a um, community question. Uh, what was your favorite Sylph Arena season two meta and why? Um, Jesse and I are going to use that as a sort of launch pad to go over season two uh self arena and kind of just point out some fun fun moments we had in uh season two um and uh bring our our thoughts around season two i think to a close um and then i think next episode we're most certainly going to be looking forward to season three so uh jesse do you have what do you, what do you got on season two what were your thoughts it was a rough start for a lot of people apparently they transitioned from type cups to concepts and i think everyone took really well to sinister it was thematic it felt like it worked pretty well mm -hmm. it, it brought a lot of new pokemon into the spotlight like i don't think we had seen much of a lone marowak before then i know we hadn't seen much of steelix and i think there were some other interesting ones during that cup as well Impala. that you know most people had never seen before and people were using them and you know learning how important that these things could be like polyrath is another example um, I don't know if you I know a lot of people didn't like Kirkland or sorry, not Kirkland, <laughs> ferocious, ferocious. We love you, Kirkland. <laughs> I know a lot of people were upset about that. That was one of the first whitelist cups I think we had with uh concepts, yeah. So it was interesting to see. It was uh only four legged land mammals, and everybody was like struggling to think, you know, what does that mean? And then everyone sees the whitelist and they're like. So the Umbreon Cup. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, it was um, very bizarre. That it was did actually bring one up I... some new things that I don't think people were prepared for, like by barrel. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone was expecting by barrel to perform <laughs> at all anywhere. And then it showed up later. Like I don't remember where it showed up, but it showed up in another cup in season two. Yeah. So overall, I mean, it's. Uh, it's it's built tanky and it's got I... right. It's got some reasonable moves. So, oh. I mean, if I had to pick a favorite cup, mine was obviously Rose. Rose was fun. I this this last season has been very bizarre. Between you know, partway through, honestly, like every everything was fine until the Fire Nation attacked. I mean, everything was fine until COVID attacked. Um, like right around what was it? Right around Toxic. No, we were still around. It was right after Rose. Right after Rose that we had uh, everything shut down. Um, yeah. What was I thinking of in the past then? Was it Timeless? Yeah, it was Timeless. It was Timeless that I was out down in Portland when the meta was announced and I was chatting with, um, chatting with buddies about that. Um, and then for Rose Cup, we were in Portland for... Uh, or I guess I was back in Portland, but we were in for the, um, the battle tower. Um, and then within weeks after that COVID hit and everyone was heads down at home. Um, yep. and that's been really bizarre, like really bizarre. Um, and there was that. a pause between Rose cup and toxic because they were trying to find ways to still run cups, but remotely. Right. And the entire PVP community reached out to Niantic and was like, hey, 
would it be possible for us to play at PvP at Great League Friends? Right. And, you know, Niantic, they obliged, you know, and we still have to thank them for even now, five, six months later, still being able to do that remotely so we can still play the game we enjoy. Right. And thanks to them, we were able to have uh, a remote Silph Arena Worlds tournament um, yep. for people from across the globe um, being able to play remotely. Hopefully that stays because the the chances of having a world tournament like that in the future you know when if if the remote feature is gone um it makes it really difficult to try and get you know only those four people um to one location to one location um the like cost benefit to it i, I don't know if it makes sense um and it also helped uh toxic help was also the one that we started seeing multiple full remote lobbies <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah that's right that was we were seeing like crazy huge nuts. crazy huge lobbies for remote um yeah it's absolutely bonkers winston the amount of time that has passed um like yeah it's hard to believe it's almost a year well I mean, we're at six we're at we're six months we're at six months. months okay so six. yeah six months um yeah, it's insane. Um, all of this, all of the PvP stuff that has happened during during COVID, um, it helps us forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps our mind off of the crazy, bonkers stuff that's happening. Um, Time is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't a? I mean, a sphere is a non-flat circle. I don't know. But I mean, yeah. As far as they, they were definitely some very interesting cups. Mm -hmm. I think once we hit Toxic, uh, a lot of people started enjoying some of the metas. I know some people like some more than others. Mm -hmm. uh, personal favorite, I think, was Sinister. Other, for as far as ones I played in. Yeah. I as really... far as overall cup, I just loved the atmosphere of the Battle Tower when we were there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed Sinister as well. It felt... I mean, I, I absolutely... I was absolute garbage and sinister. Um, but I really loved um, being able to run like Empoleon. I got a newfound respect for uh, Drifloon. Um, Drifloon was super fun. Um, and now it's even better. <laughs> yeah. The absolute rise of Awok was, is huge. Um, that's like super important. Um, I, it, it, it played well before, but I think it's dominance and sinister um, really brought awareness to how, how well it performs. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, like, I don't remember a lot of cups because of just like COVID haze. Um, I think I remember enjoying Sorceress Cup, but I, I wouldn't quote myself on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to, I wanted to play in forest, but I just couldn't build a team for it. I just was not confident in any team that I was going to put together for it. Um, so um, that, that I, I'm a little sad on. I think the unfortunate thing is, is because of, because of COVID, um, um, holy cow. Um, like I haven't been able to go out and play and catch as much Pokemon, um, or like I'm, I'm trying to stay home. And so I haven't, I haven't gone out and caught as much Pokemon that I'd like. I don't have as many relevant PVP Pokemon, um, 
just because like I just don't feel comfortable going out. Um, and that kind of hampers my confidence in being able to put t- a team together and stuff for PvP. So um, that, uh, I don't know, that's uh, disappointing, I guess. I don't know. Did you leave me again? No, I'm here. Okay. Uh, I'm just letting you do your exposition. Yeah. Uh, Eric in the chat. Um, here's something insane to think about. GBL season one started on the day slash weekend that COVID hit the U.S. <laughs> Winston says COVID is almost four seasons old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seasons, think, Steven. yeah, seasons. Uh. Um, first weekend that Go Battle League season started. Wow, it's that really what season one was? That's insane. Um, oh, they brought that out at a good time, huh? Yeah, and then they dropped the the walking requirement, which is fantastic. Yeah. And a lot of people are very, uh, very afraid of when, when we're you know when COVID is less of a worry, and if they they bring it back, if they bring that requirement walking requirement back, kind of makes people worry. So, yeah. um, yeah, and I think the uh working on that battle tower as a uh, um. A super big highlight for season two, um, and I don't think we'll be able to work on another one in season three. Um, but I think the battle towers offer a really awesome, um, really awesome gathering place for PVPers and the community. When you say stuff. we won't be able to work on one, you mean that's because they probably won't have one. We yeah, or... I, I cannot imagine within the next season we're going to be able to go back to a battle tower. As okay. far as the society will not be back, unless to they decide to do a remote one. Yeah, I they would probably call it something else. Yeah. Um, or maybe they don't. I don't know. Potentially. Um. So the uh, community question that we have for everyone that's listening or watching here on Twitch, yep, is what was your favorite experience from season three? Whether it be a cup, somewhere you went, someone you watched. What was your favorite, favorite memory from season three? Yep. Season two. Sorry. Yeah, two. Yeah, the GBL seasons numbered are messing me Different. up, too. <laughs> yeah, they're messing me up. Go Battle League season two. There we go. Yeah. Uh, throw us a comment at Twitter, at battle underscore science. That's the one for Twitter, right? Yeah. Uh, you can okay. email us. I get us. the Twitter email. The Twitter and the email one confused. Yeah, the email battlescience.com podcast at gmail.com um feel free to email us we i, I haven't gotten one yet so um props Steven to the first waiting person to i'm waiting that you've got mail waiting patiently to get the notification that someone emails us um all i'm getting jump is in the discord we read off some of the comments in discord yep um i think we have that set for under podcast discussion correct yes yeah yep. we have uh, we have a bunch of different, uh, organized and, ge- um, different channels, but we're not like strict as far as where, what discussions happen where. So just don't put your friend code in raid lobby. I'll smack you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I think that's it. You yeah. have any other content? We've got our community question. Uh, things are happening behind the scenes. Um, this next month is going to be a little bit weird for 
we're battle science is going to step forward. We've got some stuff in the works. I personally have a new job on the way. Um, I just got to go through the paperwork and stuff. So, uh, still should be recording live on Twitch on Tuesdays. I have requested that I have Tuesdays off. Um, other things might change. My availability might change whatever. Uh, but podcast should still be on Tuesdays. So, um, I want to try and keep that consistent, but I think that's it. September should be cool. Uh, I will greatly appreciate a PVP break from Silphrina. Um, but season three is on the way. Uh, Jesse, any final words to stop me from rambling? Get out there and vote for which cup you think is the most interesting for the player's choice. Go vote. And I won't be specific where. Go vote everywhere. <laughs> PVP, the 2020 general elections, go go vote. Do that. It's awesome. You're a cooler person when you vote. Also, Stay tuned for Go Battle League Night. I'm gonna be oh. streaming. Ooh, you're about you're streaming uh, the the Flying Cup stuff. We'll do so. We'll talk about it. Okay. I mean, I don't have plans to stream because I'm I will be garbage. I don't have a good Aerodactyl. So, um, if you wanna if you wanna flex on if you wanna flex on kids if you wanna floss on kids after beating them, go for it. Um, I'll watch. Um, and play off. I'm sorry, flossing isn't my generation. My generation's what they did in Halo. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> be respectful thankfully they don't have emotes and they don't have emotes yet in pvp in uh pokemon go pvp um oh geez <laughs> not yet i would not be surprised if they did it but um maybe for spectators <laughs> yeah yeah i would be cool to have like a little like um ggs or something that you could do after um like a little note or something you could send to your opponent after your battle or something but like rematch um, or something uh, like good game or uh, nice plays or something, something generic. Like I think Smash Bros does something similar. Yeah. Um, just like pre-written really hand response. It. Yeah, I am feeling <laughs> it now, Mister Krabs. Um, you know some, you know things like silly positive stuff or whatever. Um, that would be kind of cool to see. Um, or if your po- pose was animated, so someone was you know flossing or whatever, they could sell it. Please stop. It it would be cosmetic only stuff realistically and if they wanted to monetize it i would be okay with that so <laughs> that would be a better better thing to monetize than the way that they're monetizing raids oh i don't know if we talked about it in the last episode last uh, bit of information i just found uh-huh. uh beginning of october all your older devices are going to fall off oh yeah that's important um let me see if it's up it is i can pull it up real quick okay um on pokemon go live.com yeah uh the under updates uh updates here we go pokemon go to discontinue support for android 5 ios 10 and ios 11 as well as iphone 5s and iphone 6 um they were making a mention a while ago but delayed this push after some feedback um uh, an upcoming update to Pokemon Go in October. We don't know if that's beginning of October, October 1st, or if it's like mid-October. We don't have a date on that. Um, ending support for Android 5, iOS 10, iOS 11, as well as phone iPhones 5S and iPhone 6 devices. Only trainers with devices running Android 5. Uh, only trainers using those dev- devices with the that specifics will be affected by this change. 
Trainers with devices or operating systems not specifically listed here will not be affected and don't need to take any action. So um, if you need to find out if your device is spe specifically bleh, one of those devices, you can go into your system settings about your phone and it will tell you what operating system it is currently running. Um, they are giving you a little bit of notice. So you have until October. At the least, it's the first. At the latest, it's the 31st. And there are articles and groups out there that have found out from Niantic which devices specifically are going to fall off. So you can look at those risks, those lists to find out which ones are in that criteria. Um, the six iPhone 6SE has been verified to be good. I know that is one of the newer ones that have come out, but I guess it's an older model phone running a newer OS. Interesting. I'm not super knowledgeable about the Apple platform, so uh, I. <laughs> I will I will defer to other people in that info. Um, yeah, this is really important, and surprisingly, we missed it in the news roundup. Uh, but um, glad we got it in before we ended the. Uh, glad we got it so, in before the end of the podcast. And again, we have no idea what this is, what the reason for this is. But I've heard rumors that there's going to be a new map put into the game a new overworld map. So something maybe with a little more detail, maybe some more interaction with the actual terrain of the map. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying it is the map, but I've seen things from the Pokeminers suggesting it might be map upgrades. It also could be more things to do with AR, which seems to be more of what they're focusing on right now because they have been partnering with a bunch of people lately to upgrade the AR systems. So this is more of a Pokemon Go is wanting to evolve and if you're with an older phone, you're going to have to push B. Get it? Because it's a evolving joke. Oh. Um, <laughs> I would... The, blink, the blinking emote. Um, uh, it's not Dan Reichert. <laughs> Who is it? It's... um. Oh, shoot. I should remember. Or maybe it is Dan Reichert. I don't remember who the blinking emote is. Anyways... If you are concerned for your device, check on Google or any other search platform mm -hmm. for Pokemon Go October update, and you'll probably find one of the many lists that people have put out that show which phones are under fire. Yep. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you for catching that, Jesse. Um, I would have forgotten. Um, that is important information. So um, thank you all for tuning in. We will catch you uh, either for the next podcast in a week and a half um although maybe in a week uh we've got a special bonus episode that i've got to write up content for um as a quote preseason primer to season three if you don't know all of the juicy details about pokemon go pvp and have been listening to us and wondering what in the world are they even talking about um <laughs> i will be writing up a uh, a, a bunch of information and we will be doing a special edition of the podcast on an off week um, basically going through a bunch of those informations of what in the world is Pokemon Go PvP and um, how do you get prepped for Season 3 of Silphorina um, so stay tuned for that uh, more fun awesome sweet advancements in technology that are being applied to battle science and a podcast will be coming within the next month. So stay tuned for that. Um, 
explosions, fireworks. Uh, stay safe out there, kids. Um, it's hot. In some places, it's cold. Um, the air is not great to breathe in, and COVID is still around. Um, be nice to other people, and we'll see you guys out there on the battlefield. <laughs>